Hello and welcome again, Pastor Deborah here, and we are going to be doing another wonderful video teaching, spiritual teaching for you little ones, yeah, for children of all ages. This is a children's word of encouragement teaching for you. It's going to be number 12. If you can remember, I've been working through just words, maybe one word at a time, to help you. So when you become a student, a disciple, a follower of the Word of God, of the Holy Bible, you will have a better understanding. Even little ones can get this. So I'm going to introduce to you another word for us to study just briefly and help you on your way. But before we begin, let's acknowledge our motion video. It's from Pixabay. It's free. But you can buy them. You can donate to the creators. This is a wonderful video to help you understand this word that I'm going to be teaching on. We're recording in Zoom Pro. And I don't have a green screen. I know they make things much clearer. I wouldn't be so fuzzy. And you'd be able to read the words a little better. But do you understand In some living rooms where I'm sitting naturally, there's not enough room. There's no wall behind me. I've tried big ones that you roll up as a screen. They are too big and they don't cover what I need covered. I've tried some attached to a chair. They don't work. I've made them homemade ones, just too cumbersome to hold up all the time. So please forgive me if I'm fuzzy, or if you see when I reach my hand out, that it might disappear into the video, or strange things happen around my hair. It's because there's no green screen. I love these motion videos by Pixabay. They help to visualize things we cannot see with our natural eyes to help us understand the realm of the spirit, the realm of your forever person. Yeah, the real you, the one that's here in the Garden of Eden on your planet. Yes, we're on all planets. Yes, even those beyond what our telescopes can see. I can be in many places at one time, spiritually, not physically, but spiritually. Yes, we're reaching out to the galaxies. We're reaching out all over all the world with words of encouragement for you. So let's begin first by welcoming everybody. Yeah, no matter where your physical body may be, or what planet you're on, or if you're in a plane or a starship, or you're sleeping or working or fighting a war or in a trench, or maybe you're sick. doesn't matter where your physical body is. This teaching is for your spirit, your forever person, the eternal part of you. So let's begin first with prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for creating 
your words of spirit and life, breathing them out for us to hear and to see and to understand you and your great love for us by helping us to understand who you are and all your many names and natures. Even though you are one, but you are many. You are many, but you're one. We thank you, Father, for these teachings on this children's channel for children of all ages and to bring us words of encouragement through teaching, through spiritual teaching. Thank you, Father, for all those that you have brought and drawn by your love so that they may too be taught and become spiritual disciples, students, followers of you. There's so much to learn about you, Father, and we need our spiritual teacher, the Holy Spirit, helping us spiritually to understand you and your words of spirit and life. Thank you, Father, that we're beginning to understand that your words of your book that you had written over thousands and thousands of years are words of life truth and knowledge and understanding for our spirit and for our soul to be transformed into the perfect helpmate of the spirit so that our spirit can be alive, living and producing your fruit that you desire for others to see, taste and know about you. Father, help us in this teaching. In the name of Christ Jesus, your son, who went to a cross to make a way, a bridge for us to return home to you in righteousness and glory. Not in the condition we're in, but in a beautiful white robe and in honor and dignity. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. Here in this spiritual teaching of words of encouragement number 12, I'm going to talk about this. What does the word Lord, L, capital L, O, R, D, mean spiritually? Now, we see this in both the spiritual realm and the natural realm. That's right. But I want to give you some definitions to begin with. And I want to bring along a special, special person. He's not real, but he reminds me of you. Little Teddy. Teddy's so sweet. This is how I see you and how the Lord sees you. A little one. It's precious. And he's bringing to you a rose. Friendship, love, agape it's called. Truth and justice. It's all wrapped up in the rose. Of agape. But this has always reminded me these little teddies I bought at Walmart during the Valentine season. They reminded me of you. I had to have help to see what you look like in your condition. Who were you? Where were you? And so God helped me with little teddy bears like this. So we want to say welcome. Welcome, little teddy. And thank you for being with us and helping Pastor Deborah to see them. So let's begin. 
with some wonderful teachings on what the word Lord means. I'm going to put Teddy down so I can teach. I'm going to go to a dictionary called the Webster's Dictionary to help us define this word, Lord, capital L-O-R-D. The word means, number one, one having power and authority over others. Now, this can be taken into the natural world. We see that when people have management, they boss us around. Yeah, mean to us, maybe. Or they have control of our lives. They would be considered in the natural a lord, having power and authority. Number two, a ruler by birth, hereditary, the right or preeminence to whom service and obedience are due to be given. So a lord is a ruler. By birth. We see that a lot in our histories of kings and rulers. Somebody said they were born of the gods. They come from a family of kings. And they're supposed to be the rulers of our nation. Companies, governments, banks. Yeah, maybe even in religion or something. But so far we've learned That a Lord has power and authority over others and is a ruler to whom service and obedience are due to be given. Do you know any earthly lords like that? I know a lot of them. Number three, the word Lord, L-O-R-D, is one of Ownership of a land, a territory, and its resources. Mm -hmm. If you study a lot about ancient kings, empires, nations, you will learn a lot about the earthly word Lord and how it became perverted and twisted. Remember, this is a spiritual teaching. And we have to learn first, and we can learn from the natural, some of the definitions, but they're always not very well. They're not good. Number four, the word Lord not only means one with power and authority, a ruler over others, and and they are due service, and obedience, and they are one of ownership of land, territory, and resources. Number four says they're the head. Usually in our history, it was the man, the male, the firstborn of a family. Sometimes we also learned when there was no firstborn male, Biological man, 
and the firstborn was a female, they became the Lord. And that could mean that you are the head of a household, a family, a business. You're the head. You're the responsible one. You're to guide it and lead it. So a Lord is the head of something. Number five, it's also defined as husband. That means one who protects, who's ruler, who's over a family. That's right. Now, that sometimes works out wonderful and good. Because usually the male biological body is bigger. It has more muscle mass, as they call it, as testosterone, not estrogen, is built biologically through DNA to be a protector, a fighter, a strong person to protect the wife, the children. Mm-hmm. That's what a man is. It's a biological, genetic being. doesn't matter what you think you are. You might think you're a female, but you have a biological body of a male. When that happens, you have confusion in your soul. Mm-hmm. And your soul and your biological body are in war against truth. And what happens, it can cause you and others a lot of trouble and pain and issues. But a biological male is given at birth. Oh, you can give a biological male hormones to change some of their features. And right now, there is a lot of controversy going on about this who people believe and feel they are that is different than their biological body. When something like that happens, you see confusion at work. Confusion is the work of a spiritual being named Satan. He does not want the soul, the mind of you, to know truth. He is trying to pervert everything. Mm -hmm. but we're to help them understand and to help them in this time of confusion. That's right. So it's the head, usually a male. It's a husband, protector, provider. In many families, the husband, this Lord, has become the government who cares for the children. And the the mother gives them household things, food, affordable housing, Mm -hmm. free medical, free phones. The government becomes the husband, not a biological male. Mm -hmm. Confusion again. Number six. The Lord word out of the Webster's Dictionary means one who has mastered, achieved leadership or great power. Now, what does that mean, mastered? Could that mean you studied 
You've learned, you've gone to school, taken classes, graduated, or it means that through your own experience and a lot of mistakes, you have realized what leadership is. And then each time you get into a situation, you make a better decision. Mm -hmm. Can be that. Or through time, battles, circumstances, you discover that you need to make better decisions. Even how to use your power and authority. Mm -hmm. Number seven. The word Lord, L, capital L-O-R-D, means someone of high political leadership, spiritual leadership. So some people who fight very hard, as you know, to get elected, they want to be called Lord of their nation, Lord of their constituents, Lord of power policy, law. And when they speak or support, it will say a mandate that governs your life and tells you what you're going to do, where you're going to go, how you're going to go, what you're going to do. And they control your taxes and your money. They have become Lord over you. Oh, there's been a lot of wars about that kind of lording. The people rise up against these evil, wicked lords who steal their money. I just watched a great movie last night about the Jews and the Philistines. How the Philistines had taken the Jewish nation of Israel captive. Forcing them into slavery. Taking all their food and crops as taxes. And if you complain, they killed you. So God found and prophesied that a young man would come along to an elderly couple and begin the freedom of the Israelites from the Philistines. His name was Samson. And he was taught from childhood that he had great strength and he was to serve the Lord and free his people from this slavery and this lordship of the Philistines. He didn't do so well for most of his life. And then on his death in the temple of Dagon, he killed most of them, but some survived. There were still the Philistine army and they had some giants. One of them was named Goliath. God had to raise up another young one, a David, out of the sheepfold of his father's sheep, a shepherd who had been used to fighting lions and bears and tigers to protect the sheep. God anointed him to be king of Israel. But as a young one, he had to go kill Goliath with a stone. Great stories to watch about lords, evil ones, good ones. When you study history, you can go and study all the history of the nations. All the battles from Rome into England to France, yeah, to the Crusades. Mm -hmm. Even now we have a war going on Mm -hmm. between two nations. One nation invaded the other nation because that 
president wants to be lord. Yeah. Over what used to be a larger territory. Because territory is very important to lords. They're never satisfied. Because if they have small areas, then they are looked at as weak. So a lot of them want large territories, more taxes, more people to enslave to their laws and rules. So that's another definition of Lord, someone of high political leadership or of spiritual leadership. That's another teaching right there. Number eight, the word Lord, capital L-O-R-D, also means a king or could be a queen. Could also mean the rank of a judge, a magistrate. Goodness, you could be in a judge and be considered a Lord. Number 10, the word Lord, capital L-O-R-D is defined by Webster's Dictionary, is that it is one who desires others to recognize its authority by honoring it, by bowing to it, by obeying it. But what happens is, in the natural world, that gets way out of control. It's not love anymore. It's not a righteous Lord but the evil, wicked one. But it does desire, and it has that within itself, to be recognized as authority. You see that from politicians. Mm -hmm. Now I'm going to go to Strong's Concordance. That helps us with the Hebrew or the Greek definitions of the word. The word Lord, L-O-R-D, means to rule, means I am sovereign, I am controller, I am master, owner. Another word for it is Adonai. Mm -hmm. Those are some powerful words. We could break each one out. But right now, we're just going to look at the definitions of Lord. Also, another word for it is self-existence, eternal one. Now, that's getting into the realm of the spirit. Because we know you could be a Lord in natural, earthly body, but you're going to die. And somebody else will take your place. So we're learning that the word Lord is both a natural definition of a human. But are there lords of the animal kingdom? Yeah. Are there powerful creatures that rule over others? Yes. Is there in, we'll say, science a Lord? Yeah, the sun. Without it, we ain't trouble. Is there a Lord of Laws, yes, gravity is another. If there wasn't gravity, uh, we wouldn't be on this planet or probably yours. Also, there's other lords of law that keep everything together. So also the word Lord from the Strong's Concordance is a self-existent one. 
an eternal something. The word Lord, capital L-O-R-D, also means to exist, to be, a beacon, to accomplish, committed. Those are some wonderful descriptions of a Lord and what a Lord is to be, what he's to do. Mm -hmm. It also means a sacred name, Lord. Sacred usually means spiritual. Some might call it religious. That it's a powerful religious spiritual name. It also is a very regal, royal, glorious name to have. It also means God, G-O-D. When you say Lord, most people are talking about God. Mm -hmm. In the Strong's Concordance, we're going to look up the word in the Greek and see what it means. Number one, it means supreme in authority. Supreme means the top. The number one in authority. Ruler. I make the laws. I provide the punishment. Whatever authority. That would be another good word to define. Number two, it's a controller. What does that mean? Helps to guide you. Keep tells you the laws and rules to help you be in control and not fall sort of off the wagon. Mm -hmm. Helps you to have a life where it's righteous and pure, but it can also be a controller of slavery and enslave you, keep you away from freedom and truth. It controls you, maybe your thoughts. Mm -hmm. Number three. It's a respected title. That's right. Even in the evilness of the title, the word Lord is respected. Number four. It means to exercise ownership of something or someone. Lordship. That means ownership. Number five. To have rulership over something. To rule means you provide the standards, the laws, the justice, the judgment. Your word is law, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And you're in a place where everybody better do what you say. Or you have a right to take their jobs away, uh, kill them, murder them, take their money. So it's a powerful, powerful word. So let's kind of review here. What we've learned so far in definitions, the word Lord, capital L-O-R-D, means owner of something, land, property, resources. It is a ruler. It's a king or a queen. It's an owner of land and territory, resources. It's a judge. It's the leader of a family. It's a sovereign. It's a master. It's a self-existent one. It has a sacred name, Lord. It's a regal name. Mm -hmm. So 
we're looking when we study even history, you'll hear the Lord of the manor. That means the owner of the land, the Lord of the company. Well, maybe he started it, put his own money in. They're the Lord, the owner, the ruler. And then you'll see people when they have to serve other people, they might call him Lord, your lordship. Mm -hmm. Means one with authority. How do you have authority? Through power, through laws. Through judgment, you have your own territory and everything that's in it, the animals. You study a lot of history. The kings were lords. They owned land, even the deer, the trees. And you couldn't eat from that land, couldn't cut a tree, or you would be breaking the law because, and you would be stealing from the king because that was his land. So... Just having this little bit of information, definitions of the word, capital L-O-R-D, Lord, can begin to help us. When you read the Bible, the holy book, that's what the word Bible means, and you see the word Lord, you'll have a little bit better understanding of what it means when you read. And you have to go slow. Even one precious king of Israel, King David, who was a lord. He was a ruler. He was a king. Lots of authority and power. When he would pray, he would talk to his lord. Because he recognized, even though he was an earthly king, an earthly lord, that had been anointed by God to help his people, he had a lord. He had a God he must serve, must worship, he must honor and obey. So even if you become a politician, a judge, a magistrate, a leader of a family, a business, please become like King David and recognize there is another eternal one, a Lord, a king, a sovereign over you. Mm-hmm. And that one that is over you is either the king of King David, the king of the Jews, Christ Jesus, the son of the living God, the heavenly father of the kingdom of heaven, or another. Mm -hmm. So you have to understand, who do you serve? You're going to serve somebody. Maybe you serve the spirit of fear. Maybe you serve a political party. Maybe you serve a flag of your nation or you serve the politically leader who was sort of elected. Or maybe you serve something else. Mm -hmm. Each of us has a Lord over us. And there's only one good and eternal Lord, but there are other Lords with a little L that we might serve. We might serve our body's desire for pleasure of food or sex. We might serve our body's desire for fun and entertainment. We might serve money called mammon. We might serve death and kill innocent ones in the womb. 
we might serve uh, another religion. Mm-hmm. We might serve others so we are not beaten up or taxed too much or ostracized or bullied. We might serve false ideas and concepts. We're all going to serve something. A Lord is over us. And you have to figure out which Lord you are serving. Mm -hmm. You might not think you are serving. You might be just serving yourself. Whatever you want, that's the Lord over you. You become Lord and nobody else. So in understanding what the word Lord means is just the beginning. So little ones, study, become disciples, ask questions. Don't be satisfied. Seek. Look, even if you have to look at nature, but learn truth. Ask the God of the Bible, the God of King David of Israel, to help you. And he will. He wants you to be spiritually knowledgeable. Not in the way the world defines the word Lord, but the way he, who was the Lord of King David, the king, the authority, the majesty the sovereign ruler over David. That's right. So study King David and his relationship with this Lord. When you read the Bible or you hear it, ask questions, ask for definitions. Be a seeker of knowledge and truth. Learn and grow. And this ends this children's For all ages, word of encouragement video for you. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, all those that you brought here today, help them to understand just this one word, Lord, that it means you. But there are other lords who are seeking to control them, have ownership over them, to have them bow down and serve them. Father, help them to be spiritual students, disciples of your words of spirit and truth. And Father, help them out of the miry clay of darkness and ignorance. Give them a Hebrews 4.12, a spiritual circumcision out from their soul and the lust of its eyes, the lust of its flesh and the pride of life. Father, birth it anew if they desire to be a new child, brand new in you, so they can hear you and they can be a part of your kingdom and have you, as King David did, as their Lord, their ruler, their protector, their provider. Father, help them. To know the truth about you. In the name of Christ Jesus. Amen. Okay. I'll see you next time. On another word of encouragement. For children of all ages. Bye.